I'm not going to tell you that Galactus has been a good roommate. He is not. He is thoroughly not. Would it be so bad if an 84-year-old got into heroin? Welcome to the Cat Organizational Podcast. You idiot. It's written down in front of you, you idiot. This is like the buffalo chicken wrap of answers. I haven't heard about hot orcs in a while. We were so horny for motion controls in 2005. I can't wait to come back and tell you how it was Noah's Ark, you asshole. I would also like to retroactively say I've never had cotton candy acid. So Andrew's 100% doing a voice, right? Everybody get off IMDb now. Time to record. This episode and probably this whole this whole podcast is a mistake. Hello and welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. In this show, we take out take time out of our busy adult lives to talk about comic books, video games, and how legendary GM Alex Trebek is now standing at that video board in the sky. Oh. Man. Listen, we've been doing this yes. podcast long enough to be broadcasting through the death of Stan Lee and Alex Trebek, and I think those are the two most important boomers in my life. Hmm. That's... I'd throw a Bob Barker in there. Yeah. And I would stay <laughs> homesick from school. It was Bob yeah. Barker that got me through those days. As we were recording this on November 8th, there's a lot of nice tributes on Twitter. Um, yeah. Mostly yeah. Of, of videos of Trebek owning nerds on, on Jeopardy. <laughs> Which is just so rad. It's and like, so good. Yeah, each every single one of them is good. I'll I'll do you a different like a different kind of energy. There was one where he was, and it's been retweeted a million times. But mm-hmm. he's going down the final, um, the final Jeopardy, and he's like, "Oh, so and so, like you're you're smiling. That looks good. What's your answer?" And he like shows his answer, and it says, "We love you, Alex." Yeah, that's nice. Um, yeah, and and Alex Trebek like very obviously like gets choked up, and the yeah. guy bet like. You know, he his betting number was like 1995, which may have been when Alex Trebek started. Maybe I don't uh, know if it was, no, it was no. 1984 or oh, 1985. Yeah. 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 So anyway, um, so it left him with like five dollars and, and Alex Trebek's like, oh, and you're left with five dollars. Like, <laughs> it was like a very like sentimental moment. But you're still like, that's kind of some weird energy. I think that was after he got diagnosed. Right. That's my yeah, guess. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, there's that. Uh, hey, well, here's uh, something else that happened this week. Um, I don't know if you guys know this. You've been looking at reading the news, but um, Mass Effect is coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Mass and Effect that's trilogy. the only news that Yeah, happened. that was it. I don't know. I yeah, mean, I've, nothing I've been else big. glued to the news waiting for that one announcement. Uh, we're going to get Mass, Mass Effect trilogy remastered. Now, so. what does that mean? And is it Andromeda? No, it's the original, the, the actual... The, the the Mass Effect trilogy. The, it means the you'll be games. able to. It means you'll be able to Not play it again effect. on Switch, Todd. Can I? Can yeah. I, I? But what if I just want to play the last hour of the third one because that was what everyone loved the most? <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what that would be is Todd is basically the feeling that you've been making all these decisions and nothing is matter. Nothing no, has mattered, nothing matters. and everything is out of your control, which I feel like has been the last four years. So. I think there's, we've all had enough of that. <laughs> if we're here to dunk on Mass Effect, because why wouldn't we for a second? Yeah. The fact that like you make a choice in the second one of whether you want to like save these intelligent spider creatures or not. That's and I think it's that's totally in the first one. Is in the first one? Yeah. I know it's one or two, and you're it happens like in Novaria. Yeah, and you're like you're like oh well you know will you save these things? Like don't save them, they're gonna murder us later, and you save them, and there's no resolution. In the third one, there's literally a paragraph that's like, because you saved these spiders, they helped build the station yeah. faster. It's literally <laughs> like, it, it's, 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 it's like experience points. Like that's, it, yeah. it, it got so stupid. That entire race, uh, that entire ra- race of fake aliens got converted down to 500 experience points. Anyway, yeah. we're not here to that's, talk about yeah. Mass Effect. Yeah, guys. Unless someone wants to pay us to talk about Mass Effect. Mm, um, no. so, so because this week was so uneventful and boring, with nothing newsworthy really happening, uh, the debate this crew and I, we all hopped on a Zoom call and we just told stories of simpler times. Specifically times when we had roommates that we really liked. None of our friends really seemed to uh, enjoy hanging out with them. So joining me today to reminisce are Matt, checks with you every time he invites guests over Cole. Todd, shares his expensive snacks with you, Thomas. And Andrew switches what video game he's playing so you can join in Henderson. Nice. Uh, Wholesome. Yeah, that's great. Those are rad. 
I would I would share my Trader Joe's snacks with you, Kyle. I, I believe it, Todd. That's why I gave you that nickname. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Matt, and, Matt and Andrew are a little more stingy with their snacks, though, I think. So. No, but I always Confirmed. play Overwatch, even though I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, guys, we've we've all experienced it. We've all had that that roommate who you really got along with, um, even though you thought they were going to be a pain in the ass. But none of your friends really seemed to like them. Just no matter how many times they came over, they never warmed up to the guy. Uh, but damn it, you can't help but like this person. So tell me about this roommate. Tell me about your initial apprehension or why your friends didn't like him. Yeah, so I, uh, you know, after my last roommate experience and finding a roommate off of a bulletin board at a young political activist meeting, I decided to go a different direction. And uh, I just, you know, I, I let the in this weird headspace that I'm still in college, I let the college pick my roommate for me. <laughs> and um, I got paired up with this guy named Mortimer. And so the thing with Mortimer was that he was a year above me. And so I could talk to some other folks who were in the school and and who knew him to kind of get the read on him. And they said some things that I I didn't love, you know? They said that he is pretty weird and kind of keeps to himself a lot. Um, and just like, it's like he's always there, but you never know he's there. You know, it's just like <laughs> you're you're in the room hanging out and then ah, you realize he's been sitting in the corner the whole time. He's like that kind of weird introvert energy. And the other thing is that he's got like a bit of a smell like he just isn't the cleanest guy in the world. Hmm. He's yeah. he's got a little bit of a a weird. I don't know. We could call it an aura a about funk. him. Yeah. Yeah. Like a funk. But a the musk. real thing that that people talk about was that he's just like so goddamn clingy, like he's just <laughs> so clingy. And it it's not really? only to his friends because he's like he looks for love from everybody like he just wants to be liked but he also just like sticks to everything like he's a really sticky dude so he sticks to your relationship and he also sticks to the wall like you shake his hand and he always feels like he just handled a jar of jam (laughs) (laughs) matt is either describing a very sticky toddler or everyone's freshman year dorm roommate (laughs) The answer may surprise you. So, yeah, that is that was my roommate. And I I had some initial like concerns. I I really was because I am not somebody who does well with clingy people. And I definitely prefer a cleaner apartment. But, yeah, I, I ended up living with this guy named Toad and it all ended up being okay. Wait. <laughs> I thought his name was Mortimer. Yeah, yeah. M- Mortimer, last name that I have to look at the wiki for. Mortimer Toynbee. How, how, oh, how do yeah, you pronounce that's... that? Toyn, T-O-Y-N-B-E-E. Toynbee. Toynbee. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Mortimer Toynbee. Toynbee yeah. But he goes by Toad. It's a weird thing. Okay. He goes well, that by answers toad. my question. Was Did you call him Mortimer the entire run of your lease together? Because that's pretty awful. It is. I was going to go with Mort, but he said Toad was fine, and I thought that was weird, but I didn't want to argue. All right. Sounds sounds like Andrew said, like all of our freshman year uh, roommates. Um, Todd, who'd you live with? Yeah, Kyle. So since we're, you know, my my last experience didn't go so well, you know, <laughs> what with a guy trying to, uh, you know, explode the TV by leaning on it. Out of passive aggression. (laughs) I got to tell you about a very different experience I did have. And and this was my roommate that I had after Remy. um, And this was my roommate, Gallon. So back uh, back in college, I had advertised, you know, I was running out of spare room in the house um, with me and my buddies. And it was a side room, like off of the kitchen that had these huge vaulted ceilings. So that's what I put in the in, you know, the listing, you know, vaulted ceilings, spare room, lots of space. I had a pretty decent rate. And so I'd gotten this text back from this guy named Gallon Ta. Um, But like, it was weird. Like Gallon, G-A-L-A-N. Only like he had introduced himself as Gallon of Ta. It was very strange. Anyway, um, that was probably a typo. He just really likes uh, uh, Game of Thrones. (laughs) There you go. And, and, you know, he just inquired about like, he kept asking how big the space was. And I said, it's big. 
Um, he'd also asked if it came with a large parking space, and I said it did not come with parking, so you have to figure <laughs> that out elsewhere. Um, but yeah, a lot of questions about how tall the ceilings were. Um, but anyway, since the rent was a good option for him, he, he you know, said he was interested. And, you know, things seemed really fine and normal, like, you know, setting up an arrangement to, you know, rent something or, or sell something or whatever, until in walked this, like, cranky monotone guy with these big old eyes and a huge headdress and he was towering over us at about 18 feet tall um and i guess that's oh. why he was asking about the vaulted ceilings uh you know oh. and like personally i didn't really have uh, i had no issues with gallon but my friends like just kept saying he was particularly cranky that day and kept saying how hungry he was Oh, he was hangry. He was hangry. He was a Snickers commercial. And, and you know, and, and I guess like the thing that kind of set my my other friends off at the time was that when he moved in, the weirdest thing he did is he put this huge wall sized gigantic map on the wall that had all these like they looked like planets that I'd never heard of with like names on them. And they had like circles around them and like. Some of them would say consume underneath that planet. And then then other oh. things would say do not consume. And then other <laughs> ones would say maybe consume. So like, so, was he like a physicist? I, I'm not really sure. But yeah. like in the end, uh, you know, I wasn't too mad because his gigantic map on the wall just replaced the old like John Belushi college animal house poster that had been there. So it oh, was sure. definitely like an improvement. Right. But yeah, so me, me and Gallen, um, we at least I would say for the most part uh, started out pretty well as as roommates back then. Um, but yeah, my friends just really didn't didn't feel it back then. I know that we've all been in this situation before, where like we have had to find a roommate to fill a room in a house so we don't have to move or something like that. Yeah, and yeah. I can't imagine being in the situation that Todd is in, where you're this like potential roommate is like, hey, how big is the room? And you're like, it's pretty big and they're like how big and you're like you know big and they're big. like no yeah. like big enough how big that raises so many red flags that yeah. so yeah. immediately is like why yeah. why do you care why do you need to know well it's real nice of you that you didn't take the super high vaulted ceilings too todd like well i mean it was effectively like a second living room like it he mm. didn't seem concerned about access to a fridge or a toilet um mm. and i didn't ask questions because sure. like college yeah i mean I, it was it did me a solid or at least i thought <laughs> <laughs> all right andrew what do you got who'd you live with well it's still happening um and i, I <laughs> i've got to tell you guys i i am just shit out of luck on on roommates um you remember i explained how i was living with colossus who was uh you know i thought would be a really chill dude but um broke everything turned out to be yeah. not, not the not the best and i'm 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 just i'm i have bad luck this new roommate i'm getting sick of him his his name is ensaba nur he's got this oh, whole is sense that, of hmm? what's what's the origin of that name i i think it's 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 you know some kind of uh middle eastern okay I'm not entirely sure to be honest with sure. you um he's he's got this whole sense of entitlement that i find incredibly grating like he thinks he's owed the world or something. Damn. Um, he shit. Right. Like he doesn't lift. And I know we came here to talk about like roommates that we like. And, uh, but the dude just, he doesn't lift a finger around the entire house. Whenever I ask him to do something, he just, he just talks me into doing it myself. And, and you know what? No, no, I'm not doing this. I'm going to go talk to him right now. Hey, so you know what? I thought about it, and I really feel like I love. I'm really liking Apocalypse. Oh, I mean, <laughs> uh, and Subba Nerd. Like uh, he, he's he's actually you know we talked about it, and like he's a real chill, chill dude. You know, it's funny. I I just I I approached him politely to ask why he isn't doing his share of the household duties, and it hit me. I'm like really good at washing dishes, you guys. <laughs> like, like I just I don't better know why. for you to do them. Right? Yes. Yes. God, it makes so much sense now. I mean, I don't know why it didn't occur to me before, but but it absolutely makes sense. Uh, Apocalypse, oh, <laughs> now I'm saying it, uh, simply, <laughs> simply explain to me that it's better that I do the dishes regularly. Not only that, but he helped me find a passion that I never knew I had, which is, of course, the passion for excruciating unpaid physical labor. <laughs> now, I know what you're thinking. Oh. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. 
Andrew, why are you spending all day pulling this 10-ton block of limestone across the front <laughs> lawn? Well, I'll tell you the same thing I told my busybody neighbors. I quit my job completely of my own free will because, frankly, the whole making money and living with free will just wasn't doing it for me. Don't worry. I do think they're starting to come around. <laughs> it sounds like you had a very productive talk with Ensabanur. He's, you know, for for all of his faults, he he really he's good. He he makes a couple good points and I I just I can't somehow overcome. <laughs> um is does Ensabanur always be demanded to be called by its full name like Freddie Prince Jr.? Is that uh, what this is? Yeah, it's, it's definitely he. He definitely has the, the same energy of a teen heartthrob in the nineties, <laughs> like Zachary Taylor Thomas. <laughs> yes. Yeah, if in a different world, he would definitely be the cover of Tiger Beat. Neil, Neil Patrick Harris <laughs> mm-hmm. to yes. to hit our yeah. rule of threes. There. Sarah, Sarah Michelle Geller. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. we go. We got it. We got it. All right. That sounds interesting, Andrew. Thank. Thank you for keep us updated on that. Let us know how that how that relationship builds. It can only be good. We all know it really sucks when like your friends can't get past that first impression of your roommate, so they don't want to like come over and hang out. So what what happened with this with this roommate as you guys got to know each other a little better? Uh, Did you did you see what your friends were talking about and like couldn't didn't like the guy anymore, or did they were they still the cool roommate you got to know when they moved in? Uh, Matt, tell us about Mort. Yeah, man. So, like, I had a lot of trepidations when Mort first moved in. I was like, listen, I don't want to live with this clingy, clammy weirdo. That is not what I am trying to spend my freshman year of college living with. But I got to say, he's been really great. And for a couple of reasons. One, he can fix anything. Like, he is so, so handy and mechanical. Like, it's incredible. Anytime something breaks, it takes no time for my boy Mort to just fix it right up, which is awesome, you know? Because, like, I'm not handy. And if it's not blowing in the N64 cartridge to get the game to work, I don't know shit about (laughs) shit. So it's really great to have Mort around. It's a very specific skill. (laughs) Listen, man, my, my resume isn't long. The other thing that I'll say about Mort is this is our freshman year dorm room and we wanted it to be decorated and we wanted it to be decorated with all sorts of crazy things. We wanted to put shelves on the wall. We wanted posters everywhere, but our got to have that reservoir dogs poster. Exactly. Yeah. It's actually (laughs) the reservoir dogs is on his side. And then the, Oh, what was that other movie? Pop fiction? No, it's the one with Norman Reedus. Um, oh, uh, uh, the, uh, the Boondog Saints poster Boondog. is on my side of the room. That's the other one. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's cool because we were able to decorate so much only because of Mort. See, our dorm doesn't let us nail things onto the wall, and <laughs> it's like Mort can just make things <laughs> sticky. It's great. And it never comes off. It's wow. like he it's like he sweats glue. It's a little weird. I'm not going to lie, but it's really handy for me. So we took our brand new 72 inch screen TV that he just brought home one day. I didn't ask where he got it. And he was just able to hock a loogie on the back of it and smack it on the wall. And it's still there three weeks later. It's incredible. The big. Um, yeah. What? Go ahead. So. Yeah, What's I, this glue sweat that, covered that's, room that's, smell I wanted like? To, I wanted to unpack the the glue thing because it, it feels like you're explaining it to be an unmitigated success, and I I have to imagine that that's got at least a a one percent fail rate. You're, you are saying this with the confidence of a man who has never used a 3M strip on something and had it yeah. come crashing down at four in the morning. <laughs> right. Okay, so here's the thing: is that it hasn't gone poorly yet. And I'm not saying that it won't go poorly, but we haven't hung anything of mine that is expensive on the wall. Mm. Like if my poster falls, my poster falls. He found the TV. 
I don't know where he got it, but he found it. So if he's cool with spitting it up on the wall, I'm cool with it too. Some, okay. Matt, Matt in the roommate agreement, put, please don't spit on my stuff. <laughs> don't spit on <laughs> my expensive things. Only spit yeah. on my posters. Um, the <laughs> other thing you, you asked about the smell. It was weird because he put daddy at the end of that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gross. We, weren't, we, we talked about this. We said we weren't going to do this. <laughs> How many episodes can we go in a row saying daddy at each episode? <laughs> <laughs> a, a non-zero amount. Yeah. Anyway, you asked about the smell. And I got to be honest with you. There is a smell. But I live in a men's freshman year college dorm. Everybody smells. I smell. That's fair. The smell was there before Mort. The smell will be there after Mort. Yeah. I smell. He smells. My RA smells. Everybody smells. So I, you know, honestly, you go nose blind after the first day or so, and it's whatever. But the thing that really pushed me over the top on Mort, I gotta say, uh, it was, it was a little weird. No, I won't even say it was a little weird. It was a lot weird the first time I saw it happen. It really caught me off guard. I was scared. I didn't know what I was watching. But after I got used to it, I've really come around on it. Because, like, I hate bugs. I, I, don't, I don't like bugs. I don't like spiders. I, they, they freak me out. And we live in a really old dorm. And so they, they come out of the vents. They come out of the windows. Like, there are bugs everywhere. And, and one day I was sitting at my desk working on homework. And this pretty gnarly looking spider crawled across my desk, like not not huge, but big enough that it was noticeable. And I was I, I was a little taken aback and I was getting ready to find something to smack it with. And then all of a sudden, blam, tongue, just tongue on my desk, gets the spider. Spider's gone. Whoa. And I was like, whoa, hold the phone. I don't I'm something happened so fast that my brain couldn't understand it. And I looked over and I, 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 I had a hard time figuring out what happened, but it looked like Mort was cleaning his teeth like he had a toothpick and he was cleaning his teeth. And, and I didn't think anything above it. I just went back to doing my have. homework. You absolutely yeah. should have. Yeah, I should have questioned yeah. that yeah. immediately. I know. And I, I should have. But the spider was gone. And that was really my priority. <laughs> Net gain. Yeah. So the next time I mean, we were we were all freshmen at one point. We've never never lived with anyone before that. It's boundaries are weird. Yeah. Exactly. I didn't know. And so the second time a spider came crawling across my desk and blam tongue time number two, I realized that this was gonna be a thing, and that was hard. But <laughs> we don't have a lot of bugs in our room. And I do hate bugs. So again, yeah, net gain. Net gain. Hmm. Now, is your desk as sticky as the wall that's currently holding up your 72-inch 72, 72 TV? Yeah, so what I have learned is that I just have like a box of saran wrap. And anytime he gets a bug, I just lay another layer of saran wrap mm, down. Yeah. So you mm, get a, few, seems to be okay. the right a fresh that surface. That. That, is, that seems sustainable. Yeah. yeah. I would. So all jokes aside, that is a very college way of dealing with the mess. <laughs> yep. That like, it is in a dorm room that you know ultimately is not your responsibility. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? It, it's. I, I feel like that would be the take of like, someone vomited in the hall. Like, all right, let me put the saran wrap down. <laughs> <laughs> you just move the wet floor side like yeah. over the vomit. Yep. So there is there is my my current feelings on Mort. Overall, pretty good roommate. Not a lot of complaints. Not a lot of complaints, not a lot of bugs. Net I, like there I, I have some complaints. complaints. <laughs> I have some complaints with a lot of things you just said, but it was like I was riddled with complaints, but But yeah. you do you, Matt. Todd, tell us about Gallon. Gallon of ta. Yeah. So I specifically recall back then thinking, man, like my friends are so wrong. Like gallon of ta is is great or, or gallon ta or whatever it was. Um, Do you call him gallon on, of ta? Like, is that what well, you call I called him? I called him gallon ta. And then he would just stare intensely at me. Um, so, so I just stopped it. <laughs> so do much like, like an Abba and Saba Noor. <laughs> yeah. I would just yeah. do one of those like, hey, Rumi. Like, what's up, yeah, bro? Hey, bud. Like, uh, yeah, hey, yeah, those. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, early on as a roommate, like, he fucked. It was great. Like, first off, he had the best stories. The best stories. 
He's apparently, go figure, older than the universe itself hmm. and has literally been all across the galaxy, which like started to kind of like raise some flags. But, you know, like people like talk, they talk uh, themselves up. Is when he they one get of those fundamental Christians that only thinks the universe is 6,000 years old? <laughs> uh, so that could, that could be. Well, yeah, I'm going to tell you. Usually he's, when he's, people say that, you assume that they're lying. <laughs> now, was he? Do you, did you think he was lying? At the time, I thought yes, but there's more, right? Okay. So. After I questioned, like, well, are you really like, you know, put the beer down? Like, are you really older than the universe? You got to tell me. Um, he had said that apparently every few decades he travels to the furthest reaches of the galaxy in his planet sized spaceship to find planets that don't have intelligent life so that he can consume the planet for his sustaining energy. Oh, he was your he was your roommate that did hallucinogens. Yeah, okay. he was the LSD <laughs> guy. Yeah. Which like again, like this is a pretty wild story. Um but like beyond that, he had these really sick party tricks where he could like he could shrink himself down and he could grow really really big. He could also levitate and like those hmm. things kind of started to give away that Gallen uh, wasn't had my a good normal. LSD hookup. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. well, it kind of started to send up some flags that maybe he wasn't your normal, you know, eighteen to twenty-eight foot tall roommate. Um, so Gallon, <laughs> you know, Gallon, or as I learned, um, he would get really drunk and call himself Galactus, the hunger that does not cease. Um, he was just he was a lot of fun back then. Like when we would hang out. He would float beers into the room. Um, he could turn literal trash into more beers via his power of transmutation. Um, he would also help me pull sick pranks through interdimensional ports that he could create. Specifically, we would ice our other roommates. It was great. We would just, <laughs> just, just materialize an ice in front of them you had fun goof them up adventures yeah, huh? some good goof them ups that's a good way for for anyone listening who didn't know todd in college todd would abs college todd would have absolutely abused interdimensional portals to yeah. ice his roommates yeah, yeah. college todd kind of was the world eater i was gonna say uh fun fact yeah. though this is very real um it's not real uh there is a craigslist <laughs> page for looking for seeking 18 to 24 foot roommates that's real oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's a very specific kink yeah i mean i gotta i gotta give you some credit because uh i also when i get drunk become the hunger that never ceases so that makes him <laughs> seem like a pretty normal guy <laughs> well yeah. yeah i was like i was like galactus dude yeah man i feel that let's go to canes right now um but like you know this whole like literally teleporting uh, smeared off ices into inconvenient places for our other friends. Like, yeah, we were super into it, but like mm -hmm. my other friends, obviously they weren't into it because they suck. What was cool though, at least I remember it back then being cool, was that he even one night when we were doing some of these, you know, hallucinogens that I first thought was what made him 18 to 20 feet tall, but then realized that he really is that tall. He <laughs> made me the sick offer to give him, give me some of his powers and then allow me to travel to faraway galaxies and live forever using something that he called the power cosmic, which I assumed was just, again, more LSD. I have a question. Um, I'm raising my hand. I have a question. You? With the hand? Was this just more drugs? Was this just more drugs? It sounds it like, like, more sounded drugs. like more drugs. Like, I've, I've um, been to other planets too, Todd. Yeah, and, I, uh, yeah, I well, bought the power cosmic yeah. alpha guy behind 7-Eleven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was... <laughs> Well, at this point in time, back back in this this time that I speak of, Galactus did, in fact, offer me a little bit of power cosmic, um, which, you know, the ability to, to travel to planets and live forever was just way cooler than my plans to study abroad. So, Todd, I think I think I remember you telling me about this. Didn't that offer also come with a sick surfboard? <laughs> it would have definitely come with a sick surfboard. Yeah, I, I remember this now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a weird dude. It was a weird dude. Fuck the power cosmic light. <laughs> Eleven really got me. <laughs> Very so good. Are are you ready? Are you ready to answer your question? Uh huh. Um. So <laughs> I gotta get all right. Character. Um. Andrew, why don't you tell us about how you and and Saba Noor are getting along? I I just honestly like I don't understand the hate. You know, I think I think people just don't understand apocalypse. Like okay. Let's start there, for example. Now, I know his name technically means the end of the world or whatever, but look at me. I'm still here. I might be covered in bruises and scars and am constantly out of breath all the time, and my life expectancy has probably been cut in half, but here I am. 
Yes, I know people are worried about me, but I'm here to say I'm fine. Hell, I'm more than fine. When I broke both of my arms and displaced my shoulder and had just a little baby heart attack in the middle of trying to push a block of pure limestone up a hill, Apocalypse put his hands on my shoulder and healed my broken bones, you guys. I mean, it still hurt like hell, but, but look, it's me moving my arm on a, on, a, on a Zoom call. He made me stronger. Uh, now I can push blocks at twice the, effect, the efficiency that I have ever had before. It's so much better, and I can finally make some real progress on that West Wing antechamber and above-ground tomb. Look, what I'm saying is Apocalypse cares. He is smart, he's driven, and, most importantly, he takes care of his own. And, and when we are masters of the New World Order, uh, oh shoot, I mean, uh, when our apartment is finally p- run purely on solar energy, we'll look, out on, we'll look out on our proverbial throne of renewable energy and say, boy, howdy, remember having to pay for an electric bill? It, That's what we'll say. Um, Andrew, you didn't mention he was a personal trainer. <laughs> got you on a strict workout making you stronger I'm, yeah that's what i'm saying I, I am a better person i i don't i don't I'm, i don't have nightmares anymore i'm not anxious anymore i don't feel stress when i wake up oh i don't sleep anymore but but yeah i just like i i i am i am explicitly focused on one goal and i and I, that's all i care about and it feels great yeah feels I, great. I, I had a roommate that was a personal trainer who listened to InfoWars too. I didn't get along with him as well as you seem to, but but yeah, pretty typical. Andrew, question. Answer. What is what is a baby heart attack? Just, just like a how is that? Baby, little, little baby, little just like a you know, just just a little blip. Just like a little, little, blip. Yeah, yeah. Just like a little like oh, I'm dead. No, oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the baby heart attack. Yeah. Um. Andrew, if I if I use the phrase Stockholm syndrome, does that mean anything to you? Uh, no. <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. Sure, it's good. All right. Um. So, Todd, Matt, the, your, those two roommate, your time with those roommates came to an end. Andrew, I imagine, um, your lease with um and Saba Noor is wrapping up. You guys told me though that like towards the end they started. They started doing well at work, started bringing their home, work home with them. Um, and, and besides, weirdly, they both had an interesting work uniform. Was there anything else? Anything else you noticed that was odd before that lease was up? Were they still cool? Do you guys keep in touch? Are they still at that job? Just like, just how are they doing these days? Yeah, man. So I, I do keep up with Toad here and there. Uh, I, I will say to everyone's credit who talked to me before we moved in together, he really values friendship um, in a way that feels a little clingy. Like he I, I don't know how familiar with the Transformers you are, but he reminds me a little bit of Starscream. Like he just wants to be everybody's <laughs> best friend and uh, it really means a lot to him. And is that how your read your read of Starscream is? <laughs> I mean, to, to Megatron, yeah. I mean, like, Star, Starscream and Megatron's relationship and Toad and... All right, anyway, Andrew, after matter. the things you just told us, I don't know if you've got any right to be yeah. calling out the people's reads on other people. <laughs> where where are your weak, listen, malnourished legs to stand on, Andrew? <laughs> listen, I'm sitting down right now, but that's not because I'm tired. Also, my relationship with Apocalypse is different, okay? It's different. I can't articulate how, but it's different. So, anyway, yeah, we have maintained our friendship, I think mostly because he wants to maintain the friendship. I mean, he's my freshman year roommate. We play in the same fantasy football league every once in a while, but he uh, he still texts me a lot. So everything was fine near the end of our lease. Uh, he was cool. He came in through the window of our second floor bedroom. I think he lost his key. Like the kid, like the kid from Clarissa explains it all. Just yeah, just always throwing a ladder up there and climbing in the window. Wow. Yeah, a little bit of a narrow cast, but sure. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, and and I don't, I didn't ask questions. I assumed he lost his key, and he must be good at climbing or jumping or something. I don't know. Um, there was a time. There was a a very particular time where I came home. Um, I think I had had some power cosmic. I was feeling a little weird. And I came home and I swear 
that he was hanging from the ceiling. Like all four limbs planted firmly on the ceiling, but but hanging. Yeah, it sounds like power cosmic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just kind of went to bed. I didn't think too much of it. Um, and I, I only saw him do it like a, a handful of times. And in general, like it was a bugless situation, which I do want to double down. That means a lot to me as a person that we didn't have a lot of bugs. And overall, it was cool. We had a lot of really nice expensive stuff that would just show up i think he might have been like into dumpster diving or facebook marketplace or something um and he had some late nights on the weekends i think he got mixed up with those brotherhood guys that i talked about when i was talking about my roommate hank yeah i think he he got a little bit more in with them than i did uh seemed to seemed to really I don't know. Drink the Kool-Aid sounds harsh because he was still my buddy. We were still friends. He asked if I wanted to come to the meetings and I said that was OK. Um, then, yeah, you know, that was pretty much it. Overall, good guy. I miss him a little. Do you think that your roommate friend, distant friend, got uh, involved in a cult? Because it sounds like he got involved in a cult. Uh, you know, I only lived with him for a year, so I didn't feel the need to ask questions. Yeah. If you told me it was a cold, I might believe you. Okay. You definitely sound like the first episode of all those Nexium documentaries. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, he. Uh, it definitely seems like the kind of situation where I, I text him and sometimes it takes him like three to six months to get back to me, but he responds to me like I just texted him 10 minutes ago. Yeah. And and we keep in touch, and often he reaches out to me, but it's like, hey, I'm in the area, and we're doing some brotherhood things. Do you uh do you want to help us? Like, I don't know, maybe if you could just, like, come and, and we're, we're playing this game, and we need somebody to stand lookout. Can you just, like, be our lookout guy? And I usually tell him no. I, I don't see him all that often. Our lives have gone separate ways. I I shower now. I think he still doesn't. But, um, yeah, I mean, it seems like everything with him is okay. I would argue that it is not. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to go with wanna, Andrew here I don't want to yuck anyone's <laughs> yum, but, yeah, that's yeah. Not, it doesn't sound like a healthy healthy adult it sounds like at best he's a criminal at worst he's in a dangerous murder cult yeah yeah <laughs> i i was gonna try and add more but i don't i don't want to take away from that sentence i mean he's just my freshman year roommate i'm not here to run his life he doesn't need me to tell him how to live sure i'm not here to keep him out to not get involved in his dangerous murder cult yeah if he joins a death cult he joins a death cult we're, we we stayed good friends i'm probably not gonna die that seems important to me i feel like We've only got two data points, Matt, but you're two for two on dangerous death cults. You, and I feel are. like that needs to be addressed. Um, yeah, okay, so I don't really have an argument for that. Uh, that's okay. just a friendly guy. He's just... I also, like, I don't know why if he joins a death cult, he joins a death cult sounded so familiar, but I got <laughs> massive deja vu from hearing that. Yeah, I want to I wanna also say uh, Andrew may also be in a separate but but similar death cult, so you're not alone. It is not a death cult. It is a group of people with like-minded uh, interests and viewpoints, and we all agree, and we love each other, and we don't need that. the government to tell us what to do. This is different. And, and if you join now, you also can get 20% off essential oils. Our compound, yeah. our compound of weapons is unrelated. Yeah, I, there was so much sadness that I didn't know that I had. <laughs> Again, let me let me be clear here. My roommate joined the death cult. I did not join the death cult. Um, Saying death cult a lot. I want to double gotta, down on I'm not that. in a death cult. Todd, Todd, tell us, yeah. tell us how your roommate who is into hallucinogens <laughs> ended up. Yeah. Um. So obviously, like everything we're talking about, this this all started a few years back, a decade back. Um, and, and, you know, I'm going to just be straight with you. Things haven't been great. Uh, <laughs> Gallon, or as he started referring to himself, uh, things like Galactus Devourer of Worlds, Galactus God of Oblivion, Galactus Monster of All Worlds. A lot of those things started hmm. popping up a lot more frequently and not when we were drinking. So, like, it wasn't like, oh, I get drunk and I, I suddenly become. No, this was just he became like a Facebook entrepreneur. Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just making up um, titles. Yeah. Uh, and so things just kind of took a, a took a strange turn. Um, so remember how I said that, like, he told me that he would consume a planet every decade or so. 
Well, that time came and he went and he consumed a plant and he came back 10 feet taller. And he also just seemed really jazzed on this new immense power. And he he just kept promising, um, you know, this this position, this this role that he could give me as part of his team, his team of um, of of boss babes. (laughs) And uh, it was that he would make me his herald. Um, you know, whatever that means. And so where's Harold fall in his downline? Tom? <laughs> uh, it's well, it's immediately underneath him. It's okay. him and then wow. Harold. Okay. It sounded, sounded great. Right. Yeah. In the triangle. If you can't be the, the peak of the triangle right there beneath it. Yeah. Um, in the, in the pyramid, that's the, I think Andrew is telling me he's built so many that the second yeah. part below the peak I'm is the strongest familiar. part of the pyramid. Um, well, and anyway, so he offered me a chance to be his Harold and like, I said yes, because my time as a campus tour guide sucked, you know? <laughs> and so, well, well, wouldn't you know it, he hooked me up with some of that power cosmic he had been talking about, which I found out was actually just a ray of power that ultimately replaced my soul and made me near immortal. So, oh. um... Oh, dang. Any, yeah, <laughs> not, not, not fun club drugs, as Matt was thinking. And so... Um, anyway, that was a decade ago, and so basically now I'm recruited into this dude's downline, uh, where <laughs> once a month I have to dedicate a few days out of the out of the month to fly across the galaxy and help him find destitute planets that hopefully don't have life forms on them, so that he can ultimately consume sell them. essential oils. Got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. So um, Matt's old roommate got into a cult. Todd's old roommate yeah. got into a a multi level marketing scheme. Yeah. I yeah I and like it's it gets worse. I'm stuck until I find him a replacement. I'm I'm yeah. I'm that's just how it forced to be how, here. Yeah. Those every, contracts every are tricky, month. Todd. You yeah. gotta watch yeah. what you're signing there. Well, and it's and it's worse too because like he's also just late on rent. This is a decade later. He just stopped sure. paying rent because he keeps coming up with these stupid excuses. Like the concept of currency is something I've transcended beyond, and I refuse to labor my infinite existence <laughs> with such petty issues. So yeah, Man, style. Same. Things things aren't yeah I know right same things yeah. things aren't great with Galactus. Um, wish you would have just told me at the start that he goes by Galactus and not not Gallon of Ta, which is way less threatening than Galactus. You know we all find ourselves in college though. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say also arguing the purpose of money is such an LSD roommate thing to do. Oh, it is absolutely. <laughs> I I just I really just wish back then there would have been some 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 bigger red flags than this 18 to 28 foot tall robotic man with dead eyes and a large purple headdress rolling into the living room. Don't we all? Yeah, not a big red flag. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So who, how could we have known? Yeah. <laughs> who could have seen this who coming? Who could have seen this coming? It's like that, uh, that stupid meme with the, uh, the, the guy in the hot dog suit. It's like, we're all trying to find who did this. <laughs> who did this? It's obviously you. Uh, okay, so remember how I told you guys about the whole conversion to solar energy thing and that we were doing that by retrofitting our apartment into a gigantic pyramid reminiscent of uh, 2500 BC Egypt? You remember I told you about that? Yeah. I think yeah, you glossed vaguely, over some yeah. details, yeah. but yeah, well, we got the you gist. Got the get, you got the gist. Well, from, from what I gathered, it goes a teeny bit farther than just sustainable energy. As it turns out, Apocalypse really was trying to dismantle society as we know it and topple the government, ultimately rising to absolute power and destroying everything we have ever known and loved, yada, yada, yada. Now, now, sure, there were some... He's, he's the anarchist roommate. <laughs> he's the anarchist roommate. He also doesn't believe in the, in the concept of money. Uh, now, now, sure, there were some very, very subtle signs at first. He would leave for weeks at a time, uh, only to return with new mysterious roommates that he called his horsemen, um, which, like... I thought at first it was just kind of like a funny kind of like play on his name. But so I was like, okay, like this is fine, I guess. More friends to, to help build the pyramids. I mean, I'm very tired and very frail. Uh, but they, they didn't really help out. They just kind of like brooded around talking about overthrowing the oppressive regime and uh, how humanity doesn't deserve to live. Ah. Um, you know, apparently it wasn't a metaphor for disrupting the way big energy companies do business. Like they, they actually wanted to take over the world. Uh, Todd's old roommate actually showed up for just like about a half second. <laughs> Feels right. Um, and, uh, and, and also my old roommate, uh, his friend and most of the other people we've talked about a lot of people, <laughs> in different, in different intervals. Um, and, and they're all just like kind of a dick. Like, um, <laughs> great example. I thought maybe the, the dude with wings, 
would be like a fun guy to hang around with. You know, he just flies around and and uh, but then one day he turned all metallic and blue and was calling himself Death. Um, it's like kind of a bummer of a person, you know. I hated it when my roommates would invite their emo Turn friends metallic over. and blue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We just listen to the cure all the time. Yeah. Uh, and then another man with a glowy eye showed up and was yelling about being from an alternate timeline in the future. Um, and told me I could just buy solar panels. Did you guys know that? You just buy solar panels. So I decided to talk to Apocalypse about it. <laughs> anyway, record scratch. That's how I got here, standing on the front line of an army of mutants ready to take on our government's oppressors. Apocalypse says we really have a good shot, but that a lot of us won't make it. So I should probably go. Wish me luck. <laughs> All right. Well, bye. Good luck, Andrew. Yeah. I wish we could talk you out of it, but you seem pretty... Uh... Pretty determined. Yeah, it's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So, got we we got to take a break here, guys. But um, I do know you you all have a crazy, and and don't we all? You all have a crazy run in with the cops story with this roommate. So we that's gonna be our super secret bonus question when we get back, guys. I want to hear about all your run ins with the police. Um, but we're gonna take a a real quick break first. Okay, listen, you know as well as we do, one day Nintendo is going to come knocking and tell us to stop using the Wii Shop music or they're going to sue the underwear off us. So instead of that, today I'm going to read you terrible gaming jokes I found on the internet for the next 60 seconds. I have not pre-read any of these. Let's see how it goes. What game do you play after eating Taco Bell? Fortnite. I asked my dad why a grown man would play Pokemon Go. He said, why not? How do you cure hunger in Minecraft? Three square meals. What does Sonic use to knock on a door? Knuckles. How do you get a Bulbasaur on a bus? You poke him out. What did Princess Zelda eat for breakfast? A sausage link. <laughs> Damn it. PS4 got injured and Xbox One is calling the ambulance. Wee-you, 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 wee-you. Jesus, 60 seconds is a long time. Why is a Jedi Knight never lonely? Because the Force is always with him. Why shouldn't you ask Yoda for money? Because he's always a little short. Why did Mario cross the road? Because he couldn't find the warp zone. What did Super Nintendo say to Sega Genesis? You know, everyone always tells me that I'm a bit better than you. Why did Sony hire Justin Timberlake to fix the PlayStation Network? Because they were hoping he could bring more than sexy back. Okay, I'm done. I'm never doing that again. All right, we're back. So, guys, you've you all told me during the break you've got a great cop story dealing with your roommate. Uh, so, Matt, why don't you tell us about the time you had to field the police for for Mort? Yeah. So, my cop story sounds a lot like a lot of people's first college cop story. You know, I remember. My freshman year of college, the first time that I ever found my way onto the roof of a building. You know, there's that that really exciting night where somebody like we're all sitting around, everybody's drinking and someone's like, hey, let's go climb up on the roof. And you don't know what you're going to do when you go up on the roof. But you're like, yeah, sure. I want to go on the roof. The roof sounds cool. Let's go to the roof. So we climb up to the roof and, and we have a good time. And. We're hanging out, yada, yada, yada. That's that's my experience of going up on the roof. However, however, my buddy Mort went up on the roof one night and I wasn't there. I was at home in the dorm minding my own business. And Mort drinking said chocolate milk and watching PBS. Yep. Drinking chocolate milk. <laughs> praying. All the things. Um, so my buddy Mort says, hey, I'm going to go hang out with some friends and we're going to party a little bit. Do you want to come? And I was like, no, nah, that's okay. You, you go have your own fun. I don't know. A couple hours later, I get a knock on my door from the police. And they ask me, hey, is, uh, is one Mortimer, Mortimer Toynbee your roommate? And I said, yeah, I mean, we call him Mort. Actually, we call him Toad. But, I mean, yeah, I guess he is my roommate. And they said, okay, well, uh, he's down at the station. And... He's looking for somebody to come and bail him out. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mort's a really introverted guy. 
what happened? Like, what do you mean? And he said, well, it appears as though this party moved its way to the roof. And I said, Natch. And they said, we know. <laughs> and so they were up on the roof. Pro- you know how cops talk. Yeah, like how cops talk. Hanging out, partying, being college freshmen. And then all of a sudden, somebody walks down the street. And Mort thought it was a good idea to jump off the roof and land on him. <laughs> and now Mort is a pretty big guy. Mort's like 250 pounds. And so or so the wiki has led, me, so to the wiki has led <laughs> me to believe. And he jumps off the roof and lands on somebody and they get really hurt. And the cop that saw sure. this was like, oh, my God, that kid just jumped off the roof. I don't know if he's OK. And he rushed over there. And right as he pulled up. Mort jumped back up onto the roof like it was some sort of game. And every time somebody would walk by, he was planning on jumping down on him. Well, long story short, it turns out even when you can jump good, if you get too drunk, your aim is off. And so the cops managed to catch him and throw him in lockout. And then I had to bail out my buddy Mort. I think the wildest part of that story is the is the thought that a cop would come and visit you personally yeah. to yeah. tell you <laughs> your roommate was in lockup. I mean, if it was where we went to college and it was the rent-a-cops that patrolled our campus, yeah. they probably would. Yeah. There there was the one sure. and there's there was yeah. the one um otter cop who I who I could hear saying natch when you <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You talk about Dan? Yeah, you talk about yeah. Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Todd. Yeah. So my, my story is not terribly unlike Matt's, but a little bit different. So were you on the roof? A lot of jumping as, on roofs going on. No, no roof jumping, but it, so, well, okay. So as you know, college campuses have some pretty strict parking rules. And I had told Galactus like, Hey man, your room, which is just the spare vaulted ceiling room does not come with a parking space. But you know, much like paying rent on time, he just didn't seem to care for things that he called material or not up to his standard of caring. So anyway, um, one day some campus police showed up at our door and they were asking whose vehicle it was that is illegally parked with its immensely long landing ramp that somehow landed in the middle of campus. Um, <laughs> they somehow traced that to us. And, you know, I was cool to play it off by saying, not my car, man. It's the guys across the street, probably. Because, <laughs> like, I'm smooth. Uh, to which they said, so no one here owns the planet-sized spaceship at the end of the impossibly long ramp that is so immense that it curves with the horizon of the Earth. Not even the 30-foot wear- headdress-wearing fella that lives here. And, you know, that's pretty specific. So... I decided, with my quick thinking, I said, am I being detained? <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> And after that, they left. Because Todd watched, <laughs> Todd watched a YouTube video on how to deal with the cops. Yeah. So they left after that because I'm smooth. Um, mm-hmm. and, and they also reminded me that they're campus police and they have no authority to arrest anyone. So I, uh, <laughs> I played it very cool. Perhaps, though, the bigger issue is that that infinitely long ramp that does lead up to a planet-sized ship, um, it is now quickly spinning our Earth out of orbit and thrusting us into a second ice age. So... We should probably be concerned about that. Fake news. Fake, fake news. It's, it's natural. It, it, yeah. It goes in, it goes cycles. in cycles. Goes in cycles. Yeah. It's a it's planetary wobble is what it is. It's not a tilt. It's a wobble and it varies. Good. You want me to yell? You want me to yell? Am I being detained again? <laughs> uh, um. So I don't know if you guys knew this, but before there never used to be a specific police call about setting up a series of giza like pyramids in your backyard <laughs> now there is so um <clears throat> yeah so the cops were called and uh because there was some sp- suspicious activity because we like i said we're setting up a network of massive pyramids to that rivaled giza in egypt itself they they showed up and i and i remember carrying an, an exceptionally large block of limestone and they they asked uh what are you doing Build a pyramid. <laughs> what do you mean? What am I doing? Like, yeah. What do you, what do you mean? I nothing daylight. Nothing like, to hide here. What are yeah, you doing? And, and, yeah. Like, I don't. I don't think I'm breaking a law, officer. <laughs> there is nothing. Did you, did you ask him of, if you're being detained? <laughs> I did. Well, I I did not because uh, about the time when I was going to um, Apocalypse actually showed up, and Apocalypse just very calmly explained why this particular set, uh, this particular cul-de-sac needed a series of 
massive uh, tomb-like structures uh, set up in pyramids made of limestone blocks, and why also this group of people was was doing it by hand. And uh, yeah, the cops they they got it so hard that they. Gosh dang it, they just jumped in and helped. And uh, <laughs> I think they're still out there today, actually. So, yeah, that was, it was fine. All that right. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, three, three very typical interactions with campus police, I think. Uh, that sounds about right. Experiences that we all of us have had. Did we download, <laughs> did it all agree that this was going to be a college thing? Because this kind of devolved into just like talking about college dorms. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean... <laughs> I and okay. I get that like we all had a, obviously a similar like small private school experience, but I like to think at the end of the day there's through lines for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> everyone has noticed how shitty their campus police are. Yeah, everyone has had a bad roommate. Everyone's probably had a good roommate. Everyone had that roommate they shouldn't have liked and somehow did. So yep. everyone's had that yeah. roommate that you know convinces them to do manual labor to rebuild <laughs> pyramids in Giza. You yeah, know? you know, you know how you do that. You know, you, you know. know. Um. All right. So I don't know what I'm deciding here, but I'm going to think about <laughs> I'm going to think about those three roommates you guys had and and decide which one was the best, I guess. So while I do that, yeah, why not? Um, before I do that, why don't you guys give me one last one last argument for uh, for this this good, good roommate you had back in back in the day or currently if you're Andrew. Yeah, I don't know, man. Toad, so, like, listen, every every friends group has the smelly kid, right? And I am not saying that the smelly kid is bad. Actually, what I'm saying is that the smelly kid typically has a fine personality. And what I'm telling you is that the smelly kid that I found is really a pretty good guy. He's a pretty good guy who sometimes brings home really expensive things and his spit is glue and he eats bugs, but he's a really good guy. And I like him for that. Uh, all right, Kyle, here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you that Galactus has been a good roommate. He is not. He has thoroughly not been a good roommate as the dust has settled and continues to settle. But what I will tell you is that he can offer you a position in his downline. He can offer you some power. So, so I'm going to, I'm going to throw some names out. So there's, you know, there's me. We talked about the human torch. Everyone loves the human torch. What about Dr. Strange? What about Thor? These are all people that have held the title of Harold and Kyle. You too can become part of the down, the, 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 the role of Harold. And you can also get a good taste of that sweet, sweet power. How cosmic. many how many people do I have to get um, to to be my herald to to do that? To, no, to it join... it's not like quite that way. It's it's more so how many uninhabited or like sparsely habited planets can you identify? Um, mm. Once you've done enough of that, then I think, you know, you're allowed to I, you're, you're you're encouraged to find a person who could, you know, join the team. Just quantitative research, Kyle. Okay. Yeah, just you can be part of this team, and then I won't be. Uh, be <laughs> um, well, I, Kyle, I was going to sit here and tell you why Apocalypse is the better roommate, but I don't think I have to because Matt and Todd just basically <laughs> straight up said why their roommates weren't, weren't very good. Um, so what I will tell you is that Apocalypse is the only one among these three that, that really cares. He has... He's the only one of these three that has a vision. He has an, a plan and, and better. And more, most importantly, he helps people. He makes them see their true potential. Uh, I did not know who I was before I met Apocalypse. Um, I didn't have steel wings or, uh, or whatever other uh, <laughs> indiscriminate powers that the other horsemen get in an X-Men Apocalypse before I met Apocalypse and mysteriously got steel wings or whatever other indiscriminate powers. He gave me, he helped me find my own potential. And it's, it wasn't through a fake multi-level marketing scheme or, or, a, or a very silly, sticky, sticky boy. Uh, he's, he's the only one that can, uh, can usher in the, the, the true next uh, evolution of man. Um, I, I was just curious. Um, huh? Are huh? you going to put the next true evolution of man on red baseball hats. That seems like something that goes on red baseball hats. <laughs> next true evolution of man, 2024. Uh, All right. That hurts. Um, 
Well, guys, I'm, um, I don't, I don't know what I'm, what the conceit of this episode is. Um, I'm going to, I'm just going to go meet your, your former roommates. I think look them up on Facebook, yeah. maybe chat with them a little bit. Um, so while I do that, um, apocalypse is only on LinkedIn. Oh, only on LinkedIn. <laughs> Good to know. Um, so while, while I'm looking those guys up, chatting with them why don't you guys do some good vibes for me man what a weird episode this was what a strange sure weird was. thing it was <laughs> um yeah uh todd galactus a very funny b funny because you were like the spare room with the vaulted ceilings and then i remembered that the college house that we all experienced had a spare room with really high vaulted ceilings um thing that wasn't and and weirdly wasn't like the first choice of rooms in in that house <laughs> right yeah um so that was that was weird and tickled a strange thing for me um but definitely hilarious that this idea of like oh i had a roommate and um yeah i became his herald and that was you know fine it was only a year of my life it's cool um and the uh the the power cosmic bit really got me that that was some funny funny shit there guarantee there is a market multi-level marketing scheme out there where one of the tiers is is Harold. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were gonna say, I guarantee that there is some form of street drugs called power cosmic. And I no, also that's, think that statement. That's that is sounds good. like a like a fan like a not a fanfic, but like a, a like alternate fiction version of X-Men. Like that's yeah. Where the the, the street drug called power cosmic turns up. <laughs> I'm sure there is some like kitschy Portland dispensary that has sold power cosmic for ninety dollars yeah, a gram. Like that 100% had to have happened. That that's like a strain. It has to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was that was really good. Andrew, your Stockholm syndrome bit never never ceases to make me laugh. Um very good, especially because I know we both watched X-Men Apocalypse recently, and so we have yes. that shared experience of Oscar that Isaac is being so sad. Okay. It's so okay. It's so very, it's very okay. Um, it is the definition of a of a hard five. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we all brought weird energy today, and I enjoyed the weird energy that you guys brought to this call. Um, Matt, Toad is the sticky, smelly roommate that we all would have and maybe did have. Did, um, did have. Toad, yeah. Yeah, Toad is definitely that that roommate that left the dishes out for far too long to the point that the cereal got a film on it, like a skin. Yeah, uh, Toad is such... <laughs> and again, we talk about like just how wild X-Men are, uh, that they end up in these weird situations, and also when they're at... <clears throat> professor x's mansion like they do all live together in this kind of situation toad would be the one that if he were in that situation you walked in and saw toad as your roommate you'd go uh (laughs) yeah um also toad is underrated and shows up at weird times in movies and games and i think everyone secretly loves him andrew apocalypse is horrifying (laughs) um i don't ever wish to live with him but you know all all powerful uh you know, give you human evolution to the next level. So the, why can't, what's not to love about that? Um, yeah. Also, I have a hard, like, I like thinking about apocalypse from the X-Men cartoons, but I too have seen the movie that you and Matt just referenced <laughs> and forever. He will look like Ivan Suck. ooze in some way, shape or form. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, he that's super exactly does. where I went to. Yeah. yeah. I've, he's super Ivan is also like, I'll never really understand what apocalypse's power is, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, it's all, he has all the, powers. He, it's, yeah, it's whatever it needs to be. And also yeah, like mine, he's got plot powers. It's, yeah. It's plot yeah. powers. Um, um, Matt Toad was such a good answer. It really is. Like of all the of all the evil Brotherhood of Mutants, or just all the villains in in the Marvel universe, Toad is definitely the most like chill dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's like, yeah, he probably he's probably a little stinky, but but he'll hang out and just play GTA with you all night. Like he's just that kind of he's just that kind of guy. Like um, I I, I like I liked your description of living with him very very much. Uh, Todd Galactus was equally as chaotic energy i'm glad i wasn't the only person who went who went on the other side of the fence there so galactus v uh v apocalypse um both uh both equal but opposite uh chaos 
<laughs> the idea that you would go and and see an 18 foot man asking <laughs> how tall are the ceilings <laughs> seems, yeah. seems chill yeah also is that 18 foot with the with the two foot trident hat or is that ooh, ooh um the the wiki didn't specify but i don't yeah. i've never seen him without the hat like the suit is part of the package so yeah, i'm gonna guess i would yes. imagine it's so he's only 16 feet plus the hat yeah plus well hat, i mean yeah. the the shoes give some some rays as well he got some lifters in there so yeah. um like we've said a lot this year you can definitely tell where we are at as as people and as a society by the by the state of our energy uh whilst we're recording and and again we recorded this on november 8 and uh the catharsis is very real so um, you can take away from that what you what you will yeah go yeah. go go us go america <laughs> everybody's good well good um i met i met with all these people let me just say before i did before... did you did you accept the power cosmic kyle you need to tell me if you did <laughs> are you moving limestone blocks as we speak before i do my piece <laughs> let me just say i i have one lived with all three of these roommates um they may or may not all have been the same person. Um, two, um, Toad especially maps perfectly onto that kind of like mid to late 2000s burnout that that we all have met and loved. Yeah. Um, that it just it just so perfectly maps onto that. Let me just say, I met with all these people. We'll start with Toad, you know. Um, maybe at a different point in my life, I would have, I would have really liked living, hanging out and living with Toad here in 2020 just wasn't for me. Um, just can't, can't take that on in my life here in 2020. Yeah. The moment's passed. I feel that. Yeah. Todd, I, I, I looked up Galactus and man, he would just, you looked up to Galactus to Galactus (laughs) and, and I just couldn't get a word in. Todd, he just went on and on about the power cosmic and his downstream and great, making right? me his herald. And I, I, I just backed out of the room. Oh, beans. And, and, and I couldn't, couldn't do it. So, um, Andrew that I, I found, yes. I found apocalypse on LinkedIn and <laughs> let, me, let me tell you, I, I dug out my work boots. I found my work yeah. gloves. I am pushing. I'm I'm coming over. I'm pushing that limestone with you, man. We yeah, are building baby, these pyramids. <laughs> he has he has so many positive reviews on LinkedIn. So many people have said nice things about him after working with him. You haven't met the guy. He is he is convincing because because he he won me over. I'm yeah. like I'm I'm not kidding. I'm right next to Andrew pushing these limestone blocks. Um, we're literally doing it right now yeah. no gods no kings all blocks baby. <laughs> all blocks <laughs> um, so um i'm gonna wrap this up so i can get to pushing blocks faster so thank you everyone for listening to debate this follow along with the argument on twitter facebook and instagram at debate this cast as well as find us on patreon at patreon.com slash debate this cast until next time i am kyle pushing blocks harper i'm matt not in a death cult. I feel like I should reiterate, I'm not in a death cult. Cole? I'm Todd Galactus, hider of Smirnoff's Thomas. <laughs> and I'm Andrew, Colt 45, and a vast source of limitless, godless cosmic energy. Baby, that's all we need. <laughs> and we're saying thanks for debating with us. And if you think we're wrong, then you can come fight us behind the giant limestone blocks we're pushing, nerds. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow.